Welcome, everyone, to this episode of This One Time at OU. Great, great, great guest on today. We have Noel Rockwood to talk about his uh, music experience and his time in Athens. And when Roz and I went to school, he was a super cool rock star and, and was in a couple great bands. So welcome, Noel. Hey, guys. Hey, and welcome, Roz. Welcome. Hi, Tim. Hi, Noel. I'm so glad uh, we are able to get you on the show because... Uh, we we're always big fans of yours in school, loved all your different bands you were in, and uh, we were, uh, we just thought you were the coolest dude ever. <laughs> so oh, it's that so is fun fact. to talk to you. And <laughs> now, when did you go? I think you were older, Roz, and I, well, I should have graduated in, in 90 and graduated in 91. How did you end up at OU? Uh, <clears throat> well, I graduated uh, high school in, um, in 1985, and um, I went to school. I was uh, in high school up in uh, Hastings on Hudson, which is a, a suburb of New York City. And what happened was, I um, I was it was my senior year, and I was taking a journalism class. <clears throat> and um, uh, at some point in the middle of the year, my guidance counselor uh, said, um, "So, Noel, do you?" have a uh, a major in mind um, you know for college and I really didn't uh, however because uh, I was I was uh, enjoying this journalism uh, class so out of the blue I just said journalism and she said all right and she took note of that and um, then maybe a month or two later I uh, my guidance counselor said, um, oh, yeah, we, uh, oh, no, we, uh, I remember that you uh, are interested in journalism, and there's going to be a woman here, uh, a recruiter from Ohio University, and this is a school that has an excellent journalism program, and she said, why don't you speak with this, uh, this woman and see what she has to say. So you like, Ohio, what? I'll be honest that, um, Ohio was, I didn't know it was just on the other side of Pennsylvania. I knew it was the Midwest, but um, honestly knew nothing about it except for <clears throat> sports teams or whatever. So, uh, so I, let me see. So I, that day she says, well, this woman will be in the such and such office uh, at, at 2 p.m. or whatever and uh, go, go speak with her. So, um, 2 p.m. was the time when I, I would, on that day, when I would, uh, on the, that particular day, whatever it was, when I would meet, meet with my, my buddies and, um, you know, hang out, uh, I guess, um, do what kids do after, after school, get in 2 trouble. 2 p.m., 1 p.m., whatever. I'm just hanging out with <laughs> you guys. <laughs> so I almost blew it off. I said, you know, I whatever, whatever, college. Uh, at the last minute, I decided to go speak with this this woman. And um, she was very nice. She showed me these pictures of uh, the campus and so forth that um, uh, I, you know, the beautiful OU campus, College Green and so forth. So I'm like, yep, this looks like a college. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, uh, um, 
I, I said, sure, send me, send me the information. So they, they uh, sent me the, the packet uh, to apply and so forth. I applied and whatever, two, three months down the road, uh, lo and behold, I was accepted with honors at uh, Ohio University. Now, did you play music in high school? Um, <clears throat> I began playing guitar uh, when I was 13, 14 or something, and uh, I had not, I did not have any uh, serious gigs uh, in high school. So my my first uh, professional paying, et cetera, gigs were in in Athens. Yeah, for uh, everyone uh, listening. I know of a couple bands that Noel was in. Uh, there's Carolina Peaches, uh, which was kind of a uh, dead and reggae band. Um, and then Snapdragons, which is a band that was signed by Atlantic Records and Noel and the band went on tour. So that's a very exciting. We'll get into that story. And what uh, were there other bands and, and how did you get into it? Uh, the the peaches were we uh, we played some maybe some reggae jams uh, live, but we weren't um, chiefly known as a reggae band. But uh, we certainly covered the, uh, the Grateful Dead, and we covered the Beatles, the Almond Brothers, um, that whole genre of the uh, college fun music. Right. Yeah, yeah. The band uh, Taj Mahal and um, and so uh, that was I, those two bands were my my main my main groups at OU and uh, you know aside from some uh, smaller projects. Nice. Well, I certainly had a lot of drunken fun times. For yeah. sure. I know it was certainly a party crowd that followed you. Tell us, did you uh, did you have any uh, you know playing on stage with a bunch of crazy OU kids? You had to have some seen some things uh, that were you can't believe just happened. You got any stories like that? <laughs> Let's see. Well, when the Snapdragons uh, played, we played a place called um, the Dugout often, and it had a real low ceiling. And this yes, we've uh, talked the, about the dugout, and it was also yes. carpeted. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it was, and um, so we at, by that time we were drawing a few hundred kids at uh, at the dugout, and um, the kids all were into uh, moshing back then, stage diving, and so forth. And um, that was always fun because I'm up front, and the kids are getting into it in the pit in the front and that low ceiling uh sometimes people would almost bounce off off the ceiling <laughs> and more than once someone would it was a it was a low stage and so more than once someone bumped into my mic when i was singing and and you know banged my teeth in my mouth <laughs> oh, that do, are you sure oh, they weren't like uh, i went and saw the peaches last night man i was bouncing off the ceiling <laughs> <laughs> yeah um what else we yeah no was the uh lead guitar and singer right correct that yeah uh the, the the snapdragons is a three-piece band and uh i wrote the, the songs and um the guys uh um were both uh 
excellent in interpreting my music and creating their parts. Uh, and um, uh, that was that was. Uh, hold on, let's uh, let's. Uh, Which is no easy feat because uh, you know to make it happen, you guys were good, successful. You got signed. I think you were the first uh, band to get signed out of Athens, at least in recent memory. <laughs> Well, the, the Peaches was uh, something that uh, where um, I had only a passing uh, familiarity with the Grateful Dead, and uh, I got into the dorms and um, uh, met uh, uh, some guys in Crawford Hall who were already jamming, and uh, we uh, started playing together and uh, acoustic guitars and. Um, I realized that this was really cool music to to learn and and and, and play guitar uh, with, and um, it really just kind of grew from there. And and uh, and certainly uh, once we got uh, a full electric band together and up to the Frontier Room and so forth, uh, you know, we really I really got uh, realized what it was like to perform in front of a large audience. And absolutely, uh, Frontier Room people would get uh, would uh, if you uh, perhaps you guys remember they used to sell alcohol and oh uh, god yes Love the good old place. days the go- <laughs> we had outside. it we were there the <laughs> the first two years we were there was still um, uh, sold beer but then the drinking age changed the last two years we were there so you were probably graduated so I think you're about two years older than us then if you graduated no 85 just one year um, so anyways, okay. and then it was just a coffee house, but at least we got a couple good years of at the end. Yeah, definitely saw great bands and love that place. So that what was a, your first onstage experience, the front room. Uh, yeah, with a full band, because we what happened was we uh, the way the whole thing started was that um, there was an open stage night at the Hangar 5. And it was a great, uh, a great, great to set up there. Uh, um, and as any open stage is, you, you go and you sign up and you, you rehearse with your buddies and you, you get up there and you, you do your best. And so that, uh, that started with uh, myself and my friend Mark Lauschy, who uh, uh, on the other guitar there, and he was a Crawford Hall resident. <clears throat> and so we did a couple of two or three uh, appearances uh, in that form. And next, uh, just jamming in the dorm there. And we heard the, of this guy named, uh, Shakes Spalding, who, uh, um, was a dynamite singer and drummer. And, uh, he joined up. Then we got a bass player, Bill. And, um, and then we said, Hey, let's start booking real shows. We, uh, built up a repertoire and, uh, and went from there. And so what happened was, uh, well, with the Peaches, we, we did, we started playing around the region, uh, Rochester, New York, Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. That's a uh, big Columbus. region. That's a, that's a long stretch. <laughs> well, you know, uh, day trips, just day trips. Yeah, that's so forth. Um, and then uh, kind of what happened was, uh, well, what did happen was uh, the, the Peaches broke up. Uh, for whatever reason, and I had begun uh, writing my own original material for uh, for the Carolina Peaches, and um, 
Uh, so I was in that mode by then. I was tired of playing other people's songs. And I said, you know, I, uh, I had those right. the rea the reactions to my music. So uh, uh, I decided to uh, just put a, a, a band together that would, uh, the Peaches was a bigger band. <clears throat> so I decided to put the Snapdragons together and, um, and, and just have myself on guitar so I could be heard clearly. And, uh, and I got into um, styles of, of guitar playing and, and music that I had uh, originally, uh, that I had been into like in high school and so forth. Um, tons of influences, Jimi Hendrix, um, Stevie Ray Vaughan, uh, Rush, the, the, the Snapdragons music, if you listen closely, it's, um, uh, there are some, definitely some influences from Rush, which uh, is one of, uh, is and was one of my favorite bands. Have you checked out the Primus, uh, Primus uh, doing Farewell to Kings tour right now? I, I, I know it's, uh, uh, Farewell to Kings is one of my favorite albums uh, from Rush, uh, and I know that the that Primus is doing that uh, tour, but yeah. I haven't. I wasn't able to catch him live. And, and I heard two good reviews, but hey, I don't want to get off track. So you guys are in the Snapdragons, uh, big Rush influence. Uh, was How'd you come up with the Snapdragons? That's a cool name. And we need the crazy fan stories. Yeah, because well. you had to see like, oh, you was just a crazy nutty. I mean, we, we have, we talk, guess we have all the time about, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe I'm still alive. I'm sure you've seen it all being a, a rock star in, in Athens. <laughs> I know. Um, and how did you get yourself to go to class? I also wonder that. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, well, let me see. First, uh, the Snapdragons. Well, we'll start. We'll work backwards. Truth be told, I never I didn't graduate from OU. Because I got we got this record deal with Atlantic Records uh, in the middle of my senior year. And I, I asked myself, uh, do I sign with a major label in Los Angeles and go on tour with this band, or do I not do that and uh, continue my studies? <laughs> oh, yeah, right. So, that was not a choice, of course. <laughs> you had to yeah, pursue so the I, dream. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and uh, I have thought of going back to school, but uh, I actually have a, a good career now, so uh, I don't uh, worry about that. The name of uh, the, the name, the Snapdragons. I think we were looking through uh, uh, some kind of book of uh, some kind of book on nature or something, and um, just throwing out uh, names. And it, um, making up a band name is one of the toughest creative things that you can do because you have to, whatever you make up, you have to live with it. You have to tell, hey, this is the new name, blah. And I even after. When I was when I moved back to New York City and I had uh, bands, it's exhausting, uh, and especially for <laughs> someone like myself who's kind of a perfectionist. So that's how we got the name. You want to hear a great uh, band name that I've always thought would be a great band name, and you can have it. And it was, it was what I taped. I lived in Jefferson my freshman year, and I taped mm -hmm. across my dorm room. Uh, Restless Sanity. What, what I always thought that would be a good band name. Restless Sanity. Like you're oh, restless, okay. but you're sane. <laughs> restless Sanity. All right. you're That's welcome. perfect. And then, <laughs> hey, first name of the album, I thought would be um, Parent and uh, 
or parent or guardian consent required. Ah. And there you go. So we got your we got your uh, band name and album. Hey, but back wow. to back to Athens and, and crazy kid stories. Yeah, well, let's see. So the Snapdragons, um, we auditioned three or four different drummers, uh, myself and, and, and Jeff Pistana, uh, the ace bass player uh, for our band, uh, terrific player. Uh, we were together for several months and uh, we started auditioning drummers and Definitely, at least two guys turned us down. Did not want to. I don't want the gig. And then we found, uh, we finally found uh, Sean Furlong, who became the drummer and remains the drummer. And um, it was really a, uh, it was really good fortune because Sean has a really unique playing style. Um, he's kind of almost like a Keith Moon player. He's does not play like a, a regular drummer. He's oh, uh, real quick, quick wrists and um, uh, fun to watch and and just a fun guy and a, and a beautiful cat that uh, I'm, uh, I'm still in, in touch with and uh, uh, quite often. And so what happened was yes. we, we started out, uh, we, we would play at the union sometimes, we'd play at the dugout sometimes and in our late, our last uh, form of the band, we we uh, we settled in at the dugout, uh, and um, there we had uh, we always drew a big crowd, several hundred people, um, and it would it would be so crowded that we would be on break, and uh, in in uh, one of the back rooms, and we'd come out for our second set, and it would take. It was all, excuse me, can I get by? Excuse me, can I get by? That kind of, that kind of thing, which was, uh, was, a, was a, a, beautiful, a beautiful thing. It was, uh, uh, we really- Why didn't you just uh, crowd surf your way up there? Ah, <laughs> well, speaking of that- See, Roz and I were like, he touched my hand, woo! <laughs> I know, that was, oh my God, that was the whole, they're gonna play, they're gonna play, well, get a beer. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the people got plenty of, of beer at, at the dugout. The owners loved us. Uh, anyhow, I can't um, believe it held hundreds of people. Stuff yeah. really smelly, like, like I guess McS more well, people. Mc McSweeney's always wow. smelled worse than the dugout for some reason. I think All McSweeney's right. had carpet, but uh, the dugout probably <laughs> capacity one fifty. So uh, maybe I, I overspoke there. Wow, well, it sounds like going to OU really worked out for you, um, you know, with your uh, finding your love of music and bands. Um, so you came to OU knowing no one? Because you were from, uh, uh, you said, uh, outside of New York City, right? That's right. And, uh, and that's correct. I, I did not know uh, one person. And... Um, so I, uh, in high school, I was a little bit wild. So what my the parents did was they <laughs> decided to give get me a, a spot in Biddle Hall, which was the quiet study dorm. I don't know if it still is, but back then it was. So I was a little wild in high school. Like, oh, yeah, let's go to OU. That ought to fix it. 
<laughs> That's when it had the party school reputation, you know. Anyway, so um, um, I didn't know anybody um, at uh, at Biddle Hall or at, in Athens at an, and and or OU. And then I met a, a guy in one of my classes. He, he invited me over to Crawford Hall in South Green. And uh, that's where everything started, as I mentioned earlier. So I, I start, um, started putting this band together. Oh, how fun. Yeah, and, that, yes. and wasn't the vibe around Athens at that time just uh, so much different music and musicians and people collaborating? And uh, it, was, it was a great little time to be a musician in Athens, do you think? Oh, absolutely. And I think it's, I, I, uh, I'm sure it still is that way. And uh, as uh, we discussed earlier, I was there in 2019 and um, uh, saw some, uh, wait, I was, yeah, I was there, uh, yeah, it was 2019. And we went to the union one night and saw a bunch of cool bands. So it's still happening. I, I think that's, that kind of thing is, um, is perpetual in that town you know Athens just has that uh that that magic about it which is uh which I uh, I wrote a song about uh my experiences there called the soul is in the country and that's on the uh on the actually I wrote two songs about Athens the souls in the country and then the the shindig song and they're essentially both about um Let's say the, the 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 beautiful autumns that we would have there, with the, uh, the, the aroma of, of uh, dead leaves in the air and uh, uh, fireplaces and uh, ganja. I mean, uh, I mean um, <laughs> the burrito buggy. That's it. And so uh, that um, that uh, is. Uh, I still feel that um, vibe. If if I. I, I am. Uh, I have a life here in New York, and, and uh, a, a very uh, rich life here. However, um, if things were different, I would certainly love to uh, to uh, be an Athens resident again. I would love that too, except the cold winters. But I guess living in New York and Raj, you in Cleveland, that, that's probably a relief going there. Um, uh-huh. No, I have a son that's at OU right now, so that's really fun. Oh, nice. He's a Oh. Yeah, he's got uh, he's got just signed a lease on a house for his fifth year. So, <laughs> but I think he's gonna do it. Beautiful. Oh, <laughs> so he's having he's Maybe having a lot of fun. Grow. Yeah, yeah, I think he, he's, well, he's well, having a lot of fun well, for sure. <laughs> well, and hey, no, Roz and I we had the mayor on and we told the mayor that we'd help him come up with a uh, a song about Athens. Like Athens doesn't have a song. Oh and, man! And so they need one. We'll have to listen. I've heard the Shindig song. I have not heard the other one. Um, but yeah, let's we'll check it out. That'd be sweet to have like you wrote the official Athens song. Right on, right <laughs> on. Uh, they don't mention uh, neither mentions the city by name, but they certainly uh, cover the our experiences there in um, in Athens, Ohio. The uh, I'm sorry, in Athens County, in, in just in that region. You know the Snapdragon. <laughs> We had a lot of fun uh, and uh, gotten a lot of trouble. Um, I'm sorry, the Carolina Peaches, the rewind back a bit to the Carolina Peaches. We all, at one point, we all got a house together out in Amesville. 
which is a little uh, uh, yes i remember the fly ranch of course i'm sure you went there many times as well <laughs> oh yeah oh absolutely yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah we're both fly ranch regulars <laughs> um I mean, and Amesville was uh, was that near the fly ranch was your place near there yeah, yes, it was a little bit closer to town. Uh, uh, for, uh, the, for the listeners, the Fly Ranch was uh, a friend of ours, Rick and Scott and Tim and different friends uh, rented this house just out in the middle of nowhere and it was pretty rustic and it was a great place to just go have fun and hike around. <laughs> rustic is a... And be in the country. <laughs> rustic is a And not good, get uh, ticks. That place. <laughs> <laughs> it was special it was special so yeah i did, did know you had a house out there with uh, the, all the peaches how fun yeah we had a uh, uh a beautiful kind of modernish house out there and and uh, we had um the base oh, it, it had a toilet unlike the fly ranch oh yeah yeah it was uh <laughs> oh that's great it, it was uh, um fairly modern place and uh the guys were that were in the band a couple of them were uh, kind of rough characters we had a, a couple of rifles up there and a shotgun and i remember we we blew we uh uh blew up a uh one of those dorm fridges that everybody has at ou and um lots <laughs> of crazy and and that uh that what kind of formed the basis of or the beginning of my this mythology I uh, created about uh, that uh, about Athens and Athens County, and and kind of started me realizing what a magic place it really is. Better words never said. We always say that just it becomes a part of you. Uh huh. So much, and I was going to say that I've been I've visited back to I guess three times in the. And since uh, three or four times since I uh, moved away, and man, just going down the highway and seeing those first signs, you know, Athens, whatever, 50 miles, 30 miles, and I always get really uh, excited, excited, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I know we we both do too. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Well, what? Uh... Any other uh, fond stories of I did? Where did you work when you're in Athens? I thought uh, Adam had said he worked with you at Ohulis in the dungeon type room that was the kitchen. <laughs> Is that true? Yes. Uh, uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, I think Adam and I uh, uh, our tenures there overlap briefly, but I did cook at. Um, at Ohulis. I also was a cook at Ryan's. <clears throat> Remember Ryan's? Uh, it's, it was a little diner down down um, on uh, Ryan's family uh, restaurant or something down on uh, Union, way down there towards the plains on Union yeah. Street. I also yeah. was a bread, worked at uh, Crumbs Bakery. Where I- Oh, uh, I love that place. <laughs> yeah, sliced bread. I'll cover, I'll just talk about my misbehavior at, at OU, which is, um, what, okay, so uh, I, here, again, at Crawford Hall, this is my, uh, 
my rock star story is that we were there one, as you remember, we everybody would go uptown, go to the bars, get uh, get loaded, and then come back to the dorms for, you know, hang out, put, put music on, and, and do whatever we did back then. And uh, my friends lived on the fourth floor of Crawford Hall. <clears throat> so uh, here, here it is, like two or three in the morning, and um, we're all kind of toasty, you know. Right. And uh, and we're sitting around, and um, my friend, and some we get on, I get on some kind of crazy mood, and I say, I look at his TV, and I say, Oh yeah, I'll throw this TV right out this window right now. And my friend <laughs> says, my friend Brian says, No, you won't. Oh yes, I will. No, you won't. So I get up and I grabbed his little TV and I looked down below first, but I did uh, set it free uh, right down to the uh, sidewalk there. It made a huge explosion and um, it was quite, quite fun, quite satisfying. Turn off the lights. No one will notice it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, the problem was, which I, to think about beforehand was that the TV landed directly below the window, and so then there was only uh, four rooms uh, that could have been responsible. And uh, so one thing led to another, and I was uh, uh, called into, I guess they called it judiciary back then. You couldn't go with like, sir, I just saw it. it, it fell from the sky. (laughs) um it was a call i think it was called judiciary it was uh um something like that yeah i had to go too for throwing something out of my fourth floor but they had a garbage dumpster right at the bottom so that's not cool to put a dumpster that was my argument (laughs) but what happened in judiciary uh i they let me off i you know i told them uh something along the lines of uh it had a bad day or whatever, and they uh, so they let me let me off pretty uh, pretty easily, and um, but it was uh, it felt good, and that was my first uh, I guess my first rock star moment. Some of them I can't talk about, but hey, <laughs> now I'm not allowed in any hotels. All right, so so far we've learned that you shot a you've shot a uh, dorm refrigerator, and you threw out a dorm TV. Any nope, other I, I, no hates appliances destroyed? <laughs> oh, well, let me think. Um, I think that was uh, most of my uh, uh, bad behavior. Wait, well, how did uh, how did Biddle go though? Because you said your parents put you in Biddle, the study dorm, but then you were in Crawford. Uh, did you uh, bail no, I, on I, Biddle? No, I didn't live in Crawford. Uh, but I sort of did live, quote unquote, in Crawford because I had ended up I, having a lot of buddies there uh, uh, my freshman year. But I, I stuck out, stuck it out at, at Biddle, and you know had a, had a roommate, and um, it was it was fine. It felt like a library uh, living there. But um, when I went to some <laughs> of, the, I just remember that the dorms um, were so. I, I'm sure they're not like that these days, uh, but I just remember the dorms were just so nuts. And I, and I also remember, and I'm 
definitely sure this isn't the case. Is um, they're uh, pretty man. nuts, Noel. And and now, just so you know, like there's boys and girls in the same dorms. There's no all girl dorms oh, really? and all boy dorms, or maybe there are, but that's oh, not the norm. But we had that as and, well. No, what wasn't Crawford all boys? Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I don't. And Jefferson uh, I was think all girls. And um, anyway, yeah. so now I would I'm just saying from my son's experience, it seems like it's still pretty crazy because the girls okay. and boys are just separated by a, um, a floor, like the third floor is girls, the fourth floor is boys, fifth floor is girls, like every other floor. So, of course, all they have to do is walk up and down. And I don't know, my son's your party. I'll tell you that. <laughs> going to graduate. He's going to graduate. That's the important thing. <laughs> But no, you had to see some drunk people in your playing. Like, what's the drunkest, most outrageous thing you ever saw? Not you being drunk, but watching someone else. Oh, gosh. Uh, certainly Halloween. Certainly Halloweens. Um, oh, you played uh, some Halloweens? Yeah, the, the Peaches played one Halloween, and the Snapdragons played two Halloweens. Wow. And I just remember... Um, the the second no the first one the Snapdragons played was at the very bottom of Court Street, uh, and uh, as you as you know it, right before it the Court Street uh, ends there's a, a dip you know the bottom there and so that's where the stage was, and it was uh, as you know and obviously thousands of people uh, in the parade there and it was probably. 15, 20 degrees out, it was freezing. And, it, and we were having trouble. I was having trouble uh, with my hands playing. And um, and yeah, people were wasted. And we, we started playing. And we got about five songs in. People started, uh, they, were, they had barricades. And people were pushing the barricades and all kinds of craziness up front. And so they had to stop the show. Uh, so that was uh, that was certainly one uh, notable incident. But yeah, wow. of course, everybody. I mean, it's OU. Everybody. Uh, yeah, all the girls were passing out, crying. Like I can't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> Not quite that, but <laughs> but people. That was at the peak of our uh, popularity because we uh, our album had been released uh, just a couple uh, uh, a month before. Before uh, uh, we we were it was released in September '91 and um, uh, yes, and then you went on tour. Uh, you went on tour across the country, right? Yes, we did. And you know, uh, uh, what well, what happened was we had a uh, we were signed to Atlantic uh, to their offices in Los Angeles, and the story is is that. Uh, we had um, we had songs, uh, a good six songs that we and we and we had to make a demo. So what happened was our friend, our good friend, who's still uh, uh, in our circle, Tom Fury, who some of you will know, he had an internship down at Ardent Studios in Memphis, and he said, "Guys, uh, they they gave me permission to." Uh, bring a band down and do some recording for free. You just got to pay for the for the tape. 
And so uh, nice. we we said, hell yeah, and we rented a, va a van. This is the good part. Hang <laughs> on. So uh, we get this van, zoom down to uh, Memphis, and we did the uh, first thing we get there, and, and uh, Tom says, well, uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan and Jimmy Vaughan and Nile Rogers are in Studio A. And they're recording this, uh, and they were recording this album that eventually became Family Style. Holy shit. So uh, um, we were like, holy shit. And he says, don't bother them. So for the first few days, uh, they, they were in an, an adjacent studio. And um, uh, we were, our minds were totally blown because uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan particularly was obviously a huge star back then. And, and uh, as I mentioned earlier, a, a, uh, someone, a great influence of mine. Uh, and, and so we, uh, <clears throat> we did this demo, um, six songs, and then we got back to Athens and, uh, something happened. We kind of, uh, one, uh, we kind of lost, uh, enthusiasm for a minute, or I think, uh, one of us, uh, what was it? Anyways, we broke up, the band broke up. Jeff moved out to Colorado. Sean and I stayed in Athens. And, and that was that. <clears throat> so a few months later, I get a call from Jeff. Uh, he says, uh, he says, oh, hey, Noel, uh, I, uh, I sent a, a, a demo to a guy at Atlantic Records in Los Angeles. And this was back when with cassettes, this was a freaking cassette. And it was, he said, obviously he sent <laughs> the, the music that we had just recorded. And he says, uh, right. He says, this guy is really interested in the music and he wants to hear more. And I just about leaped out of my skin. I said, all right, <laughs> holy shit. And uh, I, uh, <laughs> uh, we sent him two or three other songs we had demoed. And uh, the next thing we know, they're loving that. And the, uh, and this guy, Tom, uh, and Tom Carolyn and, and his partner, Alan Elliott, who went on to produce the record, Flew in, into Athens uh, to for official showcase, and uh, they flew into Columbus, rented a car, etc. And the showcase went great. Uh, next thing we know, a guy from New York, uh, from Atlantic in New York, uh, came out and, uh, and and watched us play and um, liked us. Nice. And That's so amazing. we, yeah. So uh, we get. Finally, uh, Tom says, I'm going to sign you guys. And, and for a musician, that is the, the greatest thing you could hear. And um, so what, <laughs> what went on there was that there was a lot of uh, back and forth with lawyers and, and they had to convince their, their, uh, their bosses. Oh, my God, my cat is going nuts. Relax. They had to convince their bosses to sign us. Uh, and, um, and this took several months and, uh, the next thing we know, they say, uh, okay, your tickets, we have tickets for you to fly to Los Angeles to record this album, uh, uh from Columbus tickets, uh, at the Columbus airport waiting for you and, wow. uh, more amazement and, uh, just, uh, incredible stuff, but it was April 1st, so we're like, hmm, 
this is this an April Fool's joke? <laughs> Which we knew it really was. <laughs> so, so we we get on the plane. Uh, I took a, one of my guitars. Jeff took his guitar. Flew out there, and uh, the and we were met by uh, Tom and Alan. They're like, "Okay, get in the car. We're gonna go get you your rental car." All right, we get the rental car, and then they're like, "Okay, follow us. We're going to where you're you're gonna live for the next couple months." Because the idea is you, you what we did is we rehearsed for six weeks or so as you do, and uh, and we recorded the album. So they got us this really cool apartment in something called the Oakwood Estates, which is a, a place where musicians and actors stay uh, temporarily uh, for when they're in town, you know, making art as we were. Wow, you weren't in Athens uh, anymore. <laughs> yeah, we have, I have a lot of photographs which will appear on uh, uh, on the Snapdragon's Facebook page uh, as time goes on. So uh, so we did these recordings and it was top notch. We had guys moving our gear here and there. Guys would show up with a van and move our amps here and there. And our heads were spinning. I mean, it was for a guy like me who just three years before had uh, not even played in front of a, a paying crowd. Um, it was really something. And so what... Yeah, I bet. <laughs> uh, so we did the recording. Uh, we mixed it. Um, and then we flew back to Athens. And it was... Uh, and uh, from there, uh, we... Obviously, uh, the Post reported on... Uh, and the Athens News reported on our, our good fortunes and our progress with the album. Uh, and and uh, so uh, the next step was to go on tour and we would get an itinerary. And, you know, today uh, bands get their their tour itineraries from their agent uh, on email. But back then it was a fax <laughs> from uh, we would go to Kinko's, get the fax. <laughs> and it would be like, here, go to Boston, New York, Toronto. Uh, Atlanta, whatever the case, whatever, you know, uh, uh, so it would be in fax form because uh, obviously too early for email. Uh, That's how old we are. <laughs> was everything paid right? for? Like they give you a meal stipend and the hotels covered and. Oh, no. <laughs> Tim, <laughs> uh, we, it was real low budget. The, um, uh, the, the label didn't give us uh, any core support uh, to speak of. Uh, what we did was we would uh, make 100, 200 bucks a night uh, at these shows. And uh, and that was it. We would most of the time, a lot of the time, sleep in the van or we would sleep. Um, we would crash on people's couches. And what we one thing we did was. Um, we had uh, we had the van, and so we would pull into. Let's say we were playing at 8 p.m. We'd pull into a, 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 a town at like 5 p.m., and we had a really long extension cord. So we would pull a van up uh, to a let's say a shopping center parking lot, and as you 
uh, you know, some of these light poles have outlets on them. So we would pull the van up next to the light pole yeah. and, and then and snake the cord out the window to and plug plug in the extension cord. And then we, we had a coffee maker and a toaster. <laughs> so we would make coffee, <laughs> we would make bagels, uh, and a toast or whatever. And you slept in the van and, uh, too? So the van was your oh, home, yeah. you slept there too? If you didn't have a couch? Well, <laughs> well uh, I, I, I was the guy, that, uh, because I had my special guitars in there, I was the guy that slept in the van, uh, even when we had like a motel room or, or something. I, I often slept in the van just to guard, guard the equipment. Ah. But, but that was a beautiful experience. There's nothing like being with the two. We, we, we would tour with the three of us and one, one guy uh, who was our uh, help move gear and, 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 and mix, mix the sound. Uh, but it was a tremendous experience to travel uh, to see the country uh, in that in that way. Uh, you, you're working and you're uh, you're putting your your art across, and uh, it's it's really the camaraderie uh, with the bandmates is 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 really something special. When it, when every kid it. in America would love to do that. I would love. To, I'd still love to do that. <laughs> you know, that <laughs> that is a great like. Yeah, that's that's fantastic. Yeah, it was. A, it's a badge of honor as a musician to be able to to get. You know, we went we went as far west as like uh, Tulsa, Oklahoma, and as far south as uh, Atlanta, Georgia. As far north as uh, we played Boston, and we also played in Hull, Ontario. We played Toronto at the El Macambo, which is a, legendary venue that the stone rolling stones played at there's a, a live recording from there and um uh, that was a, a beautiful experience and the canadian canadian people are so hospitable they're really beautiful people they are i love canadians yeah they're, they're laid back for sure hey what yeah. we should talk <laughs> about playing um i would have to say i don't know do you agree that the the union's probably the most influential a athens music venue well i don't want to get in any trouble here because oh uh, yeah sorry i guess yeah could you, you want to all right we'll go. <laughs> um we uh the snapdragons last but when we were there before we played at um uh when we did our reunion and costly you played there but costly wasn't there when we were there so that doesn't count right yeah well back then yeah the union the, we you know the union is legendary so many great bands uh played there the Goo Goo Dolls played there. So many great hardcore rock bands that are legendary these days. Seven Seconds and uh, Raw Power from Canada and, and a million more. And I'm so happy that they recovered from their uh, fire and they have a beautiful new spot. Uh, up the, the stage up there is, is, uh, is lovely. Yeah. So uh, in terms of politics, we... we <laughs> Snapdragons played constant uh, last time, but we will uh, play the union when we return. Well, we'll be there for sure. Huh. Hey, and and no, we always kind of like to close things out by thinking about. And you've had some pretty uh pretty awesome memories, and, and what a great time. And uh, being a rock star is a good way to get through college. Uh, what <laughs> would you say is your favorite thing about Athens, or maybe your most memorable moment? Oh boy. Um... <clears throat> Let me see. Well, I would just have to say 
the as I mentioned earlier, the just the vibe of uh, uh, autumn in in Athens. As I mentioned, the the smell the smell in the air, the aromas, the leaves. Harvest the season. <laughs> huh? The fall harvest, harvest season was always this. Well, yes, okay. harvest okay. season always a special time. Well, uh, harvesting you know, the, pumpkins. Uh, that, yeah, that was the, it. The, <laughs> <laughs> um, the the song "The Souls in the Country" that we were talking about earlier. There's a line that says, uh, "Harvest time, everything fine." <laughs> and <laughs> we are we are referring to uh, the uh, pawpaws, the terrific crop of. Uh, <laughs> of the tomatoes that come out of Athens every every uh, that year every time. Yeah, that's funny. Like when you're younger, <laughs> that was a thing. Like now, I, it just doesn't matter. I guess, right? What do you mean? Like it's always harvest time. Yeah, I know uh, that specialness that was that was Meigs County. I don't think that's really special anymore. I don't think so. <laughs> uh, I think it was recently voted the most either the one of the top ten most beautiful college. Uh, central areas or the or the most on some pole or something uh, so that yeah that's kind of my my and and just that and like sitting at the, the frontier room on that that porch with your friends and uh, having a, a pitcher of beer and um, and chilling out and making plans for the night that kind of thing it was just such a uh, oh you such such a quintessential college experience I mean, just so out of right out of a movie yeah everyone's so friendly that's what i like about it as well at least certainly what i remember mm-hmm. totally no thanks so much for being I, on the show it's great to hear about uh, your music experience and uh we're glad we share the same love of athens oh man it's yes. so fun reliving those days with you thanks for coming on and uh you know i can't we need to meet up in athens and I need to listen to the music and it's great that you're still playing and, and carrying on with what started in Athens. So uh, we'll yes. talk, let us know when you're going to play soon and we'll definitely make it. Yeah. Uh, uh, one more thing is that uh, keep an eye. I have a new record coming out. Uh, it's, we are in pre-production now. It'll be, it won't be the Snapdragons. It'll be under my name only or my, you know, Noel Rockwood and the uh, XYZ. Uh, so you guys will know know about that. It will be on the Snapdragons page, and I just put the band together, and it's five platoons of mine and, and uh, me singing as well. So uh, so certainly awesome. uh, that should be out in the spring. Um, and so I uh, I oh. hope you guys will catch that. And we'll and, put it up on the I, website for sure. I was just gonna say you have the best yeah, last name, name for. <laughs> for a rock album so everyone can remember Noel Rockwood I mean that was part of the the attraction was your name like you were just made to be a, a rock star Noel <laughs> it's a funny well thanks Noel well, I hope to see you soon Tim thanks yeah, so much thanks. man thanks for taking the time man great talking to you <laughs> bye bye oh.